0: If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. You're listening to Sports Better's Paradise on the Bet Rivers Network. All right, Jimmy, out along with Brady Cannon here on the Sports Betters Paradise. Each and every week in the NFL, his top three to five best bets. Former Westgate Superbook uh, NFL handicapping champion back in 2011. Brady, who would have thought uh, this week in the NFL, but this is what we have. The most intriguing game probably is Atlanta and Detroit. How Things have changed. But Atlanta leaning on that running game, the come-from-behind win against Green Bay. They're 2-0 against Detroit, and they win at Kansas City. They lose at home against Seattle. Still trying to figure out just how good Detroit is. We know the hype uh, is there, certainly. Atlanta's catching plus plus 3.5. That magical number of three getting more than a field goal on the road here in Detroit.
1: Yeah, Jimmy, good to be with you once again. And you're right. This is a very intriguing matchup. And you could have both of these teams in the postseason. In fact, I think we probably will. I think Atlanta has a good chance to win that division. And I think the Detroit Lions have a good chance to win the NFC North as well. Uh, I wasn't all that impressed with the Atlanta Falcons after week one. But after two weeks, you look at what this team is doing. You mentioned they're running the football, they're running the football tremendously. You've got Algier, you've got B. John Robinson and it looks like we're going to get Cordero Patterson available in the lineup once again coming off of injury this week. He was maybe going to play last week. It looks like he will this week, but the team is also playing very good defense. If you look at Detroit, I I like this team coming in, and I do have some futures backing this team uh, throughout the season, but the offense really hasn't missed much of a beat. The defense, I think, has improved, but they're still not getting after the quarterback, and they're not good so far through two games in defense the pass. Meanwhile, the Atlanta Falcons are second in the league in passing yards allowed on defense. Detroit is 26th. So we talk about that running attack for the Falcons offense. If Desmond Ritter is also able to get a few passes in against this defense in Detroit, then that offense is really going to be able to keep up toe-to-toe with the Detroit Lions. And I wouldn't be surprised at all, Jimmy, if Detroit finds a way to win this game. I think it was you and I that were talking about this before. Their games always seem to come down to the bitter end in nail-biter fashion and I wouldn't be surprised if they win this by one, two, or three points, but I've got the all-important hook there on top of that three. Plus three and a half I think is going to get us home with Atlanta in like what you say ought to be a real barn burner here, and I think one that comes down to the very end again and decided by three or less points.
0: I, I You know, this is what I've just witnessed in some of the games. I think that uh, Campbell's game management adjusts and kind of lends itself to being close games. I think he's more of a risk-taker when he's behind, and I think he's a little bit less uh, chancy when he's ahead. So just just an observation there. And as far as Ritter, some people want to pass final judgment. It's way too early on that. But um, he first week he's thrown the ball sideways. Last week he throws for 232. He did get away with two balls that could have been easily intercepted. Against Green Bay, that don't go into the final box score, but I think that the Falcons will gladly take two thirty-two through the air uh, through him because Bijan Robinson is as advertised. He is uh, he is that good, and along with Algier. So, uh, the yeah, Falcons- when you have
1: that running game, as you know, that can really prop up an inexperienced quarterback, and and so I think that's a big aid to him. Also, one note um, I mentioned that Falcons defense playing really well. It Looks like they'll get Jeff Akuda back this week and he is a former lion and I think that is something to take into account when a team goes against their former squad maybe a little extra in the tank for Jeff Okuda this
0: week no question they are improved on defense there's there's no doubt about that because they were one of the weakest in the league Uh, don't forget to get extra value this football season with the bet river squares it went up to ten thousand dollars in bonus money bet ten dollars in same game parlays on any game with the squares icon to earn a square brought to you by our friends at Bet Rivers, all right. Uh, this is a rematch of a, a a playoff game a couple of years ago, and I can remember Troy Aikman whining that he had the Tampa Bay Philly game instead of the uh, the Dallas game uh, this particular year. But anyway, um, Philadelphia, unimpressive, but two and zero. So it's kind of I mean, just what's going on uh, right there. Tampa Bay at home is catching five. They're surprisingly 2-0. and o. We talk about Atlanta, Tampa Bay, and New Orleans, all 2-0 and o from the NFC South. So uh, Philly, five on the road here against Tampa Bay, Brady.
1: Yeah, Jimmy, you know, like the Atlanta Falcons, I wasn't all that impressed with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers after week one either. They were the beneficiary of three Minnesota Vikings turnovers. They were outgained in that game. It was really kind of a phony win. But after week two, you start taking a look at this team. That's two straight opponents now that they've held to just 17 points. The defense is a veteran group that's playing very well, playing very well against the run. And Baker Mayfield, man, maybe he's found a spot here. You know, he's that raw, rah guy, but boy, is he a gamer. And all these guys have kind of, you know, taken uh, taken his back and, and they're buying into what he's selling. And, and he's getting it done. He's making plays when he has to, you know, putting his body on the line and that type of thing. And it's been, it's been pretty impressive what they've got going on here in Tampa Bay so far. He's got a very good receiver. Core the running game has been pretty good, uh, so they're getting it done. And and like you say about Philadelphia. It really appears that that Super Bowl loser hangover is in effect here. They've got a lot of injuries in the secondary. Jalen Hurts does not appear to be right. Uh, they're not defending the pass well. Uh, there's just a lot of things that are off with this team. And you know the New England Patriots gave them a heck of a run. And uh, even in Week Two, uh, the Philadelphia Eagles did not really bounce back in that Thursday game against the Vikings. You know they kind of barely held on to that one. So they're just kind of Getting it done, you know, just kind of doing just as much as they need to right now. Uh, And even though I believe they're one and one, whatever you want to call it, one zero and one against the spread, they certainly have not been as impressive as they were last year. And uh, I think going out on the road and and being another road chalk like they were at New England um, against the Buccaneers team under the Monday Night Lights, I think it's too many points and. I tell you what, Jimmy. A couple things. First of all, I, I think the Buccaneers have a chance to win this game outright. And second of all, you know, here we are recording on Thursday. I think by the time we get to Monday night, you could see this line all the way down to three and a half or four in favor of Philadelphia. You
0: you, you think um, you think that the, the dog is going to get the uh, attention here? Is that right? Because that's I do. That's not that's not normal. Because I won't say nothing. You mean nothing is a hundred percent. But the other thing is. I usually like to say, there you go, uh, chalk early, dogs late. so uh, Because, I mean, usually the betting public will gravitate to the favorites and bet the chalk, but you think it's going to go down. That, that's interesting.
1: Well, there's no doubt about what you're saying. The the betting public will typically gravitate towards the favorite. But as you also know, the big money is what's going to move the line, that smart money, that wise guy money. So I think you're going to get the wise guys coming in on the dog here. I I think it'll be at four for sure. I've already seen a four and a half in the market. I think it'll close four for sure. And who knows, it could get to three and a half. So uh, getting that five at Bet Rivers is still very good value as we speak.
0: Talking about Philadelphia too, they lived a charm life health wise last year, and they're already having some, uh, you know, some injuries right there. You said that New England gave Philadelphia all they could handle, and I would say Minnesota just gave them the game with four lost fumbles. I mean, you can <laughs> you cannot overcome anything like that. So, all right, uh, let's get to it. Uh, I got a teaser here now: Brady to uh, three and um three and one uh, on the teasers uh, this year, and we go uh a couple of. Uh, favorites at home that were teasing over the magic numbers of seven and three seven point teaser here Houston traveling to Jacksonville Uh, Jacksonville our buddy Randy McKay uh, you know looked at that spot to fade Jacksonville last week and he was right sandwiched him to between two divisional games so now they're back and kind of need a, can't go 0-2 in this little mini stretch uh, at home. Laying uh, 9 1⁄2, um, you'll uh, tease it all the way down to 2 and, a half. and then Baltimore against the Colts. Colts, Anthony Richardson, his style, his running style. Looks like Earl Campbell running the football out there. it does It does not lend itself to staying injury-free. He's 2-for-2. Two two and getting knocked out of the game so far in his young career. Baltimore, after a big win at Cincinnati, teasing down from 7.5 to minus a half. You're willing to lay that juice at minus 152 because to get under that magic number of three, Brady.
1: Yeah, that's the most important thing here, Jimmy. And of course, the Jaguars are laying 9.5 currently at Bet Rivers, but I wouldn't be surprised if it comes down. So uh, you may be able to get away with a 6.5-point teaser, maybe even a 6-point teaser before we get to game time. My advice would be to probably wait right now. But like you say, most importantly, whether it's 6, 6.5, or 7, you've got to get that under the 3. I, I could see Houston showing up here. Um, I'm not going to lay the 9.5, the nine point with Jacksonville. I don't want to lay the 7.5 or 8 or 8.5 with Baltimore. I I know Randy McKay talked about an interesting scheduling spot for the Ravens. They are in between division games here coming off of the win over Cincinnati, and next week they will take on Pittsburgh. So could be a little bit of a flat spot here. You talk about Anthony Richardson. Uh, I I have no problem with Gardner Minshew. I don't think there's a drop-off there, Um, but I feel comfortable teasing both of these teams down to under a field goal. I think the Jacksonville Jaguars are clearly the superior team, even though they've had troubles with Houston in the past. That offensive line for Houston is a mash unit. Uh, I think Jacksonville will bounce back after that loss to Kansas City last week. And for the Indianapolis Colts, this is their best test of the season so far. They, of course, have played the Jacksonville Jaguars and the Houston Texans. This will be the best team that they've played so far. And I know the Ravens have some injuries. Um, I mentioned the scheduling spot that's why I don't want to lay the points with either of these favorites but I do feel we are in a very good position to get both of these teams under that field goal in teaser fashion and I think we can get this one home
0: Uh, as far and I know you don't uh, play survivor but up in multiple survivor uh, pools as well and that's my pick uh, on this week is Jacksonville because again uh, at home against Houston coming off of a loss and a little bit of a more of a attention-grabbing uh, spot there, so uh, probably be the biggest favorite that they'll be the whole season. It's it's early to start to to map things out in Survivor, where we're still trying to figure out who's good and who's not in this year to year league, and of course injuries change everything. So uh, Jacksonville's my uh, Survivor pick there. All right, so Jacksonville, Baltimore, seven point teaser. Bet Rivers, you lay in minus one fifty two on that one. Brady's with us each and every week, giving out his best bets in the NFL for Brady Cannon, I'm Jimmy Ott here on the sports. Better's Paradise on the Bet Rivers Network.